0: Well welcome. I hope you have a great had a great week and what we're going to be talking about this week is business and family. What an incredible combination. I mean if you could just do business as an absolute solo on the planet and just go forth and achieve whatever results that you want to achieve. Sometimes I think that would just be so easy. And yet when we look at all the different combinations of family and how that can create Um, excitement and support but also obstacles that you need to overcome I think it's important to be able to you know have a look and and just look at this whole area and see who are your supporters and and who are the people that are going to um, encourage you along the way and recognize that if there are some people You know out there on the horizon that are not those people that you understand and and rank them in exactly where they need to be ranked to be able to um, help you not hinder you and so i think the first you know area of um of family that we want to talk to is extended family i mean all of us come from somewhere and some of us have extended family meaning that you know we've got in-laws we've got um, brothers and sisters-in-law we've got um, cousins we've got all manner of people that are out there in the world that um, represent the category of family and so business and family can be different depending on what culture you come from and having coached for you know the last 10 years and before that having businesses in the travel industry i watched a lot of different um, cultural backgrounds deal with this issue in different ways And there are some cultures that, um, you know, if you're a cousin of that person, then it would be morally wrong for you to make money from any transaction that you do. And I used to look upon these people and, you know, and I really couldn't understand it because, you know, in the culture that I come from, it was that you would support your family and friends no matter what so they make a healthy profit. And then they stay in business and that's why you're supporting them in the first place. And uh, and that's not true of all cultures and it can actually suffocate and and challenge the business owners to the point where it can become the major, um, you know, sort of um, turning point within a relationship if your partner is consistently doing work for family or friends and making no money from it and, you know, utilizing their valuable time in that area and that's, you know, taking time or quality time away from the family. And so I think it's definitely worth a mention as we're you know coming up towards um, finalising this this program is how we cope and how we communicate around different um, areas of family within business. And so you know my advice whenever I've worked with people um, you know that are, are having this challenge or this dilemma is to basically actually get to the crux of the issue or the core issue. And so if we get right down to the, to the nuts and bolts of understanding what extended family can mean to business, firstly you need to get other people's buy-in. And a buy-in is simply that when you go and speak to people you, you spell out the facts of business. Okay, so that you can put some boundaries around what it is that you're, you're currently doing and the time frames that you can do that in. And so let's say, for example, I had one of my best friends when I was uh, first going into business was a beautiful um, Greek girl, and um, she had at least 150 cousins that um, were all very, very social, and they all um, um, connected together on social networks as well as parties and all that type of thing. And she decided to go into a business, um, but it wasn't necessarily supported by a lot of her. Um, cousins who were peers of hers. And it caused so much psychological stress that she actually closed the business down because she didn't have their approval or buy-in. And I learned a lot from actually listening to her and um, traveling that path because as I started my business and had the absolute opposite um, where everybody was supporting me and rallying around and and helping in whatever way that they could, um, she was facing you know, the opposite dilemma. And so I understand that it's out there. It's very challenging for someone who hasn't had that upbringing to um, sympathize or empathize with with that situation because I would, you know, my gut reaction was just, you know, you can't care what other people think. But when you're living in a, in a framework where everything of what other people think is, is what's important and relationships are the critical element, then that is ridiculous advice. Okay, so the first thing we need to do is actually to get people's buy-in is to frame it up correctly And so you need to tangibly write down who that you care the most about and put them in ranked order You know to me that was very very important that you know, it was it was um, Frightening that I cared so much about what some of my peers thought um, but what was the most frightening thing that it actually mattered more to me what other people thought than my um, immediate family. So my extended family, sometimes opinions, overrode my immediate family. And to me, I just think that that is, is not sustainable in the long term. You know, if you're trying to please people that are further out of your, um, out of your reach, of controlling what they're going to say and and what their beliefs and you're chasing their approval um, to the detriment of the people that are are loyal and are living with you then not only is it silly it's short-sighted okay so firstly you know you need to rank in order of who you care about and why you care about what they think about you and then you need to go to that person and in that order and explain that ranking you know, and to me that was really important. I had, um, you know, a bit of a, a, a bullying situation when I was growing up with a sibling. And, um, and for me that did create, you know, a bit of psychological stress because from then on, I always seemed to want, uh, their approval. And I had them on a pedestal and, and me in a bit of a pit whenever it came to, you know, doing anything really. Um, it was, it was silly, but it was the reality. And so, you know, they to please them seemed more important and I used to manipulate um, you know Kent and the result that I'd get in that relationship to please um, that family member or that sibling. Now that was just the reality of what I was doing. Could I stop doing it? No because it was causing me less psychological stress to have an argument with Kent than it would if I was to have an argument with that sibling. And so, you know, eventually it was just conformity on the home front that we do whatever we can to reduce the psychological stress. Okay, but in the bigger scheme of things, that wasn't costing me any money, that wasn't costing me any time. And yet it had a huge impact every single time I was going to, you know, um, speak to that person. And so just recognize that if you're married to somebody who has this extended relationships with their family that that's causing them psychological stress is that the first thing that you need to do is understand. You need to understand what are the rules of the game within this culture? What are the expectations within this culture? I know another lady that um, I was coaching from Macedonia and you know very very similar in that. She was quite an independent um, person in business and yet um, that could be a disappointment in her culture because women were very dependent. And so therefore you're going against the grain, you're going in an opposite direction to what is known to be the right way. And that's going to bring up psychological stress. So just recognize, um, you know, there are so many different examples that we can use, but if you can have that ranking and start to understand the why behind the psychological stress, what is it that's creating it, and is it a cultural belief? Um, where do the beliefs come from? Um, are they actually limiting beliefs? And we need to start talking about them openly. And so when you um, approach that person and you basically say, "Look, I've I've done a I've done an exercise because." Um, this is actually going to affect where I'm going in the future and I'd really like to spend some time um, getting your valuable opinion. Okay, now why do we say a valuable opinion? Because then that person will be open to be able to listen to what it is that you're saying because, you know, you've said that they're of value. And that's usually the underlying issues that people have where the insecurities come up is that your value is less than that other person's value. And so therefore you will allow somebody else to dictate what it is that you do, with, whether it be your time or your money or, or what have you. And so I think it's just really important to identify that from a business point of view is that I have 40 hours in a week of which I'm prepared to you know, work to be able to get the best results I can for these three people. You know, if it's your kids and your your husband and wife or your mother and father or whatever, whoever you are supporting immediately who are the most important ranked on that list, then you go to the people that are further down the list and you say, so with that intention in mind, I was hoping that you'd be able to support me in this manner or in this way. Okay, would that be suitable for you? And, you know, you need to come up with terms and conditions to get their support if it is going to be an obstacle down the track okay for some of you you might say well no this is never going to be an issue well that is wonderful you'll have other issues okay everyone has some kind of an issue and so if we go then to the next level where we say well it might not be the extended family that's causing the challenges it might be the immediate family okay so um tracy was telling me about a an example of somebody that was on oprah essay saying winning you know and being successful and having a lot of money and supporting Um, Her family actually became a huge detriment as part of the package You know because then you have dependents so um, you know a brother who's saying I need more money I need more money, you know and She's working and and doing everything to support this family that are now becoming super dependent And then she could get quite resentful um, From that and we have those experiences a lot where you know siblings when you have success either are jealous or resentful of that success or start to play games. Alternatively you might be siblings in business together. I've certainly experienced that and that can get confusing because you know your value based on your relationship if it's higher than the business decisions then that will cause stress within a business especially if you have other team members within that business um, you know watching on because you will make you know, decisions based on people rather than performance. And so that's a, that's a lesson that, you know, siblings need to learn when they're working in business together or in partnerships or, or whatever. And you know, there's flat rules never go into business with friends and family. Now I don't agree with that rule. I um, have never agreed with that rule. I believe that you just need this open communication. And, you know, I was always able to communicate to say I value our friendship and our brother-sister relationship over the profit within a business. However, these are the guidelines of which I'm working to and can you understand that this is, these are my objectives. And so you need to get that person's buy-in. It needs to come down to these rules of the game. Strong leaders, strong leaders have rules of the game and then they have action plans that they stick to. And provided that you have that hundred percent inclusion, and you talk to people about it, and you maintain your character, well, then that is supporting the risk taking that you need as becoming that strong leader that you are. Okay, so when it's um, when it's immediate family, and let's say, for example, you keep hearing feedback, um, but you don't get it to your face, you know, what are some what are some things that you can actually do? You know, for me it was always, I needed to find gatekeepers or I needed to find people who had influence in that um, relationship. Okay, so it might be a mother or a father or a cousin or a, or a somebody else who could come in and be able to um, uphold or defend whatever perspective that I had because I never had the opportunity to defend it myself because it was never cropping up in that relationship. And so, you know, you're going to come across lots of different examples um, when you're in business of how family can impact on the results that you're getting within your business. And um, and I think that, you know, as a as a couple in business, if you start to untangle what the real issues are um, and get to the core emotion, it happens a lot faster. Because you know usually we're you're talking semantics and uh, logistics and, and logic um, When really the underlying challenges are all emotional And we know that 80% is emotional within business 20% is logic And yet it makes sense that when you're arguing about a point you go back to the facts or you use the scientific data or, or whatever it is to gain our beliefs when actual fact Whatever your beliefs are are going to keep you Entrapped where you are So we need to go to the emotion and say what what is the better emotion that you're actually looking for? You know if you could do business with family members with grace and ease. What would that look like? How would that feel? You know what's you know as good as you can stand it those types of things that you start to ask yourself um, You know the cousin who's a builder and I think our family have have done you know close to 12 or 13 major renovations using his company and paying the full fee, not getting any family discount. That can be a benefit. It can be a huge benefit to be, have family members that are tradespeople or experts within their field when you treat them and respect them as an expert in their field. And the benefit is, is that you know that you have that then underlying loyalty um, or trust in that relationship to get an even better result. Um, Sometimes what might be the answer is to shoot them this, um, this video for 30 minutes and say look these things really came up and you know by way of me giving you this means that I have an issue that I have a challenge to talk about and so would you be able to you know have set an open forum that we can actually discuss you know all the issues that are coming about because of our you know relationship or me having a business and you simply being part of my family. So when you think of um, other immediate family or siblings, what about parents, you know, if you're a first generation entrepreneur, then you have different challenges than if you've grown up around business. Um, Certainly um, for me, you know, having parents that had had always had, you know, sort of worked the 40 year plan and always had uh, um, jobs, that they just clearly just couldn't understand my level of dedication around getting my business up and running and you know it was confusing. It was confusing because in the short term it didn't look like I was getting any kind of a result compared to when I had a solid corporate career and it was very clear that I was getting a result and so I think for um, for certain people that are going into business and their parents have yet been in business that whole uphill battle of you know re-explaining and re-explaining and trying to justify the commitment to your own business that you wouldn't have if it was a job um, can can be very frustrating and yet it's frustrating from the other side as well. So once again you need to get that, that buy in and I know you know some of my business that I do is on weekends and at nights um, which you know my mother would just always question again and again and again and uh, say so you're working again tonight you know I'd say yes you know and then once I had said to her you know I wonder if um, Celine Dion's mother asked that every single night when she's off to you know Las Vegas to do her concert you know what you're working again tonight you know yes because I'm in the entertainment industry and therefore the audiences turn up at night because in the daytime they're at work and so we just need to turn it around or, or give a different perspective that makes sense Now my mum was an actress all throughout her career and so most evenings and weekends she was at the theatre and that was her hobby and that's what she enjoyed to do and didn't get paid to do that Um, and so that was her joy. So the way that I had to describe it was in those terms, you know, that it's my hobby, it's what I absolutely love to do, it doesn't cause me any... Any worry or any stress when it's an evening and I'm going out to um, speak at a function or I'm going to network or or whatever it is. Um, It's part of what I do and I enjoy having the days off when my kids are young so that I can see their first steps and and be there for certain you know um, things that I need to be and I can work in and around that schedule. And so just explain it, explain it in a way that is understood by everybody. So who else could be in our family that could um, could be a challenge what about if it is a spouse okay so we could have um, a frustrating time um you know within our businesses and that can be causing that once again that stress because we haven't um, ranked them as high as possibly that they need to be ranked and that's what i generally found that i did i fell victim to that a lot I made um, everybody else happy and then it was the final job to be able to um, work in and around my spouse and that didn't last long probably about six months before we probably had that big argument was that uh, when I first went into the travel industry and we'd organized a, a weekend away and we had a party to go to and we had something else on and and um... I got offered a, a free, all expenses paid um, trip up to the Whit Sundays, and I was so excited because I'd never been to the Whit Sundays. And I ran around and said, "You won't, you won't believe it! I've been given a free trip." You know, I leave on Friday and I get back on Sunday, and and I just saw, I just saw in his eyes and in his face that I'd done the wrong thing. And um, and he said, "Well, this is the way it's going to be, isn't it? Like whenever you get an opportunity, um, you're going to take it. I'll come." after that and it really hit home uh, at that moment that, that that was not fair like that's that's not on and that's not the right thing to do and yet everything inside of me was like well I've worked so hard in this business to get these perks or these opportunities um, it didn't feel fair that then I also had to be made to feel guilty and you know so we're gonna have these experiences that um, that are gonna crop up that are gonna shape us And, um, you know, I went away and I really thought about it and it was like, no, you're absolutely right. It'll be great. The stuff we have planned for this weekend will be fun. And, you know, it wasn't long before he said, you know what, that's silly. We can do that the following weekend and you can just go and experience what you want to experience. You know, but you have to understand that in, in those times when those things are happening you're both going to go to the camps that are what's in this for me that WIIFM station that we're all tuned into what is this going to mean for me and so we had to set some rules of the game about how to make decisions when opportunities were going to come up and opportunities are always going to come up if you're successful in business and so you need to have a rule around that um, because I think that within your relationships when, when you don't have a rule it's going to come up a hell of a lot more than when you've got the rule because then you don't need to learn the lesson and I'm sure you know what it is that I mean by that. And so I think within your, um, within your relationship have some rules of the game around um, some non-negotiable times that you are going to set to be able to um, you know, spend time together that the business has no impact on that time slot whatsoever as opposed to trying to do the opposite what we found is whenever we tried to set time that we would be in business um, and all other time was relaxed time that didn't work for us so you know certainly if that works for you congratulations but for us it was far far easier if it was okay for me to be thinking about business the majority of the time because that's where my energy was and that's where my passion was and where I wanted to really you know stretch myself and then a patch of time that Absolutely. I had to switch off and be completely present um, Within my relationship it was a far easier deal um, to deliver on and so hopefully that you know Bit of bit will help will help you as well um, I guess the the next area of people that can impact um, your business are your children and Having just had three kids in four years um, They have a massive impact, you know, even when I was just um Um, Prior to doing this recording just reviewing some of the other um, Videos of this season when I was actually pregnant and just realizing wow I hadn't actually understood the physical impact um, that you know being in business whilst you're having a family can can have and to me it's like wow I just sound exhausted or I sound drained or you know I look this or I look that and you know obviously people around me assure me no no it's great or it's whatever but you know it does take its toll and you know there are going to be situations where your family is going to put stresses on you or there's going to be demands that you're going to have to make a decision you know which is the one that has the highest value and what can give and 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 what can't give and um, I've had a client that I've been working with for a few years now whose um, wife was diagnosed with cancer sadly and you know his role or his job is that he's away for six weeks at a time on rotation and you know it wasn't wasn't even in the country when she was going through some of her treatment and um, you know so family can impact massively on the emotion that you have in business with three children juggling sports and, and school drop-offs and you know all that sort of stuff whilst there was all that going on within their business they had to really rely on extend, extended family to be able to get through and then there's that judgment that the extended family have you know on, on what their business entails and, and what are the basics that were perfectly acceptable to everybody you know with with everyone being healthy and everyone being fine that he hit up against just doing what he had committed to do for his business to keep on running. And so, you know, once again, children are gonna have a massive, massive impact um, into the future. So it's it's wise to start to look at, you know, what are some backups or what are some options? Um, start to get more buy-in from people that are around you that you know these are my priorities and these are my time slots and this is what I'm willing to be able to contribute um, but in and around that realistically based on our goals this is what you can rely on me for and that has taken us you know well continues to take us the majority of communication that happens on a weekly basis is um, discussing the actual logistics or the whereabouts of how to get from A to B and what car seats need to be where and children where and babysitters and all that sort of juggling and then just making sure that each one of us are topped up and and feeling happy about our roles and our situations is in itself a full-time role and so certainly um, you know having been the person over that period of time that has been privileged enough to be the, the income earner um, is that it uh, usually allows me to have, you know, more freedom, uh, more control over my certain set of circumstances. And so, you know, I really feel for, you know, the spouses that support entrepreneurs that end up what I often feel like the raw deal, which is they might not be doing what their passion is, they're doing the leftovers or they're doing what needs to be done. Um, to be able to get to the next intersection or break time for them and um, you know there's some people who absolutely love those roles and you know can't wait to be that supporter and full-time um, just you know not having the pressures of earning the income but being that person in the background that can enjoy that role but I can tell you there are few and far between um, not having any of your own money not having any control over the money or not being able to talk about money without causing stress can be one of the most challenging positions that you can that you can end up in and that's not just if you're in your own business that can be in any relationship amongst any of any of your friends right so I think that you know for me that whole area of when you introduce children into the world and it should just be all fun and joy and completely present with them and yet the reality is so much organisation, so much um, learning, self-development and wanting to be better um, that it can sometimes get in the way and, and cause challenges um, where you didn't recognise there'd be challenges before. And so what's the solution to this you know, family and business or, or you know, understanding what are the next steps? And I think that the clarity that, that I gained by actually writing down um, a list of people who, based on the significance that I wanted them in relationship in my life, that was the order in terms of um, I set about getting their buy-in. And so certainly you know, I had to get Kent to buy into the vision of, of what it was I felt I could create in a certain amount of time frame. Um, and then I had to deliver on that promise as quickly as possible to gain that trust and gain that belief and I sit with couples that you know might be going you know two or three years in business and still haven't delivered on the result that was promised and they wonder why their spouse isn't supportive and for me it's kind of you know like well duh, that's really really obvious is that that person um, can you know see that if you had stayed in the financial position you were then it would have been a better deal for them um, all round you know emotionally as well as financially and as we're seeing you know divorce rates skyrocket and all sorts of challenges within relationships and and lack of communication or or just general unhappiness in relationships it's really an issue that i think can't be swept under the carpet it needs to be brought out into the open and it needs to be addressed And so you need to find somebody who you can speak to and that you can, you know, find some solutions that are going to be workable solutions for yourselves. Um, I think definitely having um, just the conversations opens up so much possibility. And uh, doing those exercises that we've been talking about is really critical so that as we, you know, start to discuss some more nitty gritty activities that you can do to, to move ahead that you actually start seeing those results really really quickly and experiencing not just the, um, the tangible rewards as we spoke about last week but that, that real feeling of joy that you're able to express yourself and be on your own journey but you also understand that your journey does impact other people's journeys and so to get that clear communication um, and balance correct is, um, is critical. I believe and so um, this week what some things that you can do um, is write that list you know and then go and start to get buy-in from the people that you value the most and then put the others in perspective you know do you want them just to be supporters then go and ask them to support you you know don't ask them to give you financial advice marriage advice parenting advice Say you we see you as a supporter so that's kinda like a cheerleader every time you know we tell you something cheer for us that would be the best thing that you can do. Acknowledge if somebody is in your poverty network and they are a naysayer or a doubter, or they they just don't you know want you to succeed, and you can feel that. Then put that in perspective. You know, have those people segmented so that you understand you need to be bulletproof when you're around them, and um, it's not about going out and proving to anybody else um, that you're successful just because they don't think you can be. Um, you know, really start to focus on what you want and based on the facts of what's working and what doesn't work and make your own decisions. All right, so have a great week and look forward to catching up next week. Bye for now.